Look up there in the sky. It's a bird. A plane. It's Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Those boys are so handsome. One Orion. One Metron. One Fortnite discussion of comics and nerd culture. I'm your host, Robbie Dorman, literature geek and writer. And I'm your other host, Eric Z. Goodnight, professional artist and illustration nerd. And we are the Hands of Boys Comics. How are you home for news reviews, slightly antagonistic banter, much, much more? This is episode of this is episode number 278. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Should have been, should have been like, what, what, what's his name? Like, I never remember it because it's just like, it's, it, it's it's a name that sounds like a pane of broken glass. Orion's half brother. It's like Cablick or something like that. That's who I should have been. The dude that literally looks like the Geico caveman. He just likes to punch. He's just he just he's very angry. Just just angry. He should have he just should have been Punch Boy. It really suited him. Um, this is our Kirby Christmas episode for the month of December. Mm-hmm. Where we're discussing new gods. Finally, finally discussing new gods. It's been a long time coming. Eric's finally warmed up to the idea. Mm-hmm. Before the old gods and the new. Wow, the comicsology is real pokey today. This is this is this bodes well. It's a, it's because I have a bunch of windows open for it, and it decided to be angry at you. I mean, it it is. That's the way that it works. It is. That's how comicsology. It feels I mean, I like think it sometimes. Has probably it probably has more to do with like I don't know like YouTube and Google suites were having some outages, so I don't know. Maybe there's denial of service attacks. People are crapping up the internet. Who knows what's going on? Get, get that Whatever cr- it is, we're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Dark Side's weird raisin forehead. He blades, brother. That's why. He really does. He looks like Abdul the Butcher for sure. Yep, that's it. For fucking sure. All right, we'll talk about Jack Kirby and, of course, professional wrestling. And how many quarters we are, we can hide in, in uh, Dark Side's forehead. Yep, we're going to talk about that later on. First, before we get there, we have comic books that came out much more recently to discuss. It is time for first second. It's time for Flobby's for Nightly. Flobby's for Nightly is part of the show where Eric and I take a look at past couple weeks books selection of them and tell you to buy or do not buy uh, we have a mush where you go from one to five if we're feeling mushy about our choices our first book is sword number one or is it s-w-r-d number one i'm i'm pretty sure it's s-word 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 number one written That's by the real irony that sword is an s-word written by Sw- Ali- you have to say sword too sword are you good agents you done? of sword are we can we hmm Written by Al Ewing, art at Valerio Shidi, colors Marte Gracia, letters Ariana Maurer. Uh, so Abigail Brand uh, has uh, a, a, the reawakened sword station now under mutant control. This is the cosmic mutant stuff. The next, I guess it's the next like chapter of Hickman's X-Men stuff where, you know, they've been expanding out uh I guess X of Swords was dimensionally. This is out into space. Um, taking that step, obviously, there's a lot of history with X-Men in, in space, especially with the Star Jammers and Shi'ar and Phoenix Force and all that crap. I don't... 
I I really like some of this. Yeah. Some. 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 And, and then some of it, I'm like, you're kind of stretching a little. I I just it's it it feels it feels like about a third good comic book. Um, and then it just feels like a bunch of garbage mashed in here. Um, I mean, it all feels kind of like on a technical level, well-written, but it also feels like a, a really dumb movie that I would not want to pay money to watch in a theater. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I don't know what in the fuck they're doing this for. And I don't know why they find a triangle and they're really proud of it. Like I, I, I read through this crap again and it's like, this is what comes next. Like I, I just, I, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? What is this? I mean, I think some of, I, I mean, I'm in the same place. I have no idea what that triangle is, a pyramid mm-hmm. technically, but it's, it's obviously there call is it a triangle because it makes it sound stupider. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, like it's clear, like okay, the same way that the five, the mutant, uh, the five mutants on Krakoa that bring people back to life work, they are now building another system of mutants called the Six, who can like go through dimensions and 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 also protect people, like become like cosmic cosmonauts basically like cosmic dimensional shifting I believe i believe cosmonauts that already exists but i i, I know i but i'm just i i it's still a good word um it is but dimensionauts you know, you're not well that doesn't sound awkward at all shift knots yeah that doesn't sound sound shifty warp warpo okay warpos yeah warp yeah warpos that's 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 they're good. warpos it's the warpo they're team warpos. yeah <laughs> but and i don't here I don't know what they're doing. They're like, it's just, it. this is, it, this is the part that reminds me of what we were reading with Jack Kirby, where it's just like, uh, mm-hmm. it's just Al Ewing yelling at us, like yeah. weird, crazy phrases as crazy bet, stuff's I bet, happening. I bet, I bet, Jack Kirby probably yelled at everyone. He probably yelled his lunch order like 100% of the time. But I don't mind it necessarily. Like, I'm like, okay. I don't know what's happening. I am very, I'm interested. I want to see what this turns into. Uh, I like that armor is important here. I'm glad that we just see armor. I don't know. I have a lot of fondness for armor as a character from Astonishing. So I'm glad that she's here. Like I see her on, she's on a team that is doing something. That's cool. Does she even have a single line? Uh, Where Where does she speak? That I don't know if she does. <laughs> I think Honestly. she's just in the background and like she's there to make stuff look neat. That I I mean, that's even that is something. She's been like just vanished for fifteen years. I don't know why she no one ever picked, picked cer- certainly not fifteen. I mean that's when astonishing ended, two thousand four. Mm, I believe we've like we've ran into where, but maybe my memory is distorted because we have read we have read things for the podcast that, you know, obviously weren't coming out at that time. So I don't Maybe I'm just a knucklehead. I, I mean, doing something, impo- doing something important, I would say. I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm interested to see what this team becomes. I like all the mystery. You know, there's the typical Hickman, like classified lines through a lot of the stuff in the, in the book. 
I and like I think the book looks really nice, and like you said, mechanically it works. Uh, it's more when they have Wizkid. That's my really incredulous stuff. There's other nitpicky things I would I could critique about this, but I don't. I it probably says something about me that this is the thing I focus on. But when they call a fastball special a form of mutant technology, <laughs> I'm like, where does the where does this happen? This is on page. 21 it's like a it's like a little they're one of the infographic pages oh god i don't want to read the fucking infographic pages they really do call it that they call it well that's how they explain that that's like the first instance of what they would call mutant technology and that is two mutants working together to make something create create an attack and then the five is another example of mutant technology a circuit of mutants they say and then the six is also a mutant technology and because that is true WizKid, who is, has powers connected to technology can make their circuit more powerful so that they can cross this dimensional breach and go into the heart of the universe and retrieve a now you, now you see this is what you call a stretch <laughs> that's what i'm saying when these like and it, they even make a point of like WizKid's like even mutant technology and i'm like that's it's just let's like a team up move, guys. Like fucking, fucking gag me with a spoon here, baby. It's a team up move. Like I, I'm, I don't get me wrong. I love team up moves. I love the fastball special. I love it when Iron Man bounces a beam of energy off Captain America's shield. It's cool every time. But when you have a bunch of mutants just doing all their powers at once, it doesn't make it technology. I don't know. Like no matter what you say, it you can't. You don't. I don't know why you justify it that way. There's a billion other mutants that you could have that, you know, superpower other the other mutants. The support classes. There's plenty of them. I think I don't know why. It's that's the thing that sticks on me. Like above everything. Uh, yeah, this is this is this is almost beside the point. But maybe it's to the defense of this incredibly stupid crap. Um, but in uh, speed running. At least in in my experience of watching um, Mario speedrunners on Twitch and whatnot, like when there is a glitch or there's something that they have to take advantage of, or um, maybe even something like a shell jump or something, they call it tech. So I I, I don't know, man. Okay, I'm. I mean, I'm not. It doesn't really matter. This is all made up and really dumb. Um, I don't know I mean, what every, everything is made up and really dumb. I, I think I mean, despite all my criticism, I think I'm still buying on this because I think it has a lot of potential and it's Al Ewing. And this is the first thing I've read from Ewing that just that just it like it just exhausts me. <laughs> it just feels like a bunch of people mugging the camera there is that and it's it's like a bad it really does it feels like a bad action movie and like characters have these like this the dumbest save the cat moment that she's introduced punching a scroll and then he's like oh thank you for punching me it's <laughs> like what is this dumb crap no fuck this is stupid i'm Here, so mad can i ask a question Don't... please do in what order did you read these comics i read them 
I read this one first. Okay. Because right. this is the order that you fucking I didn't. put them in the thing. Okay. I'm just I just wondering. Just wondering. Just curiosity. I, I do not think that it is bad, but I I am I, I do not want to say bye just because I'm so irritated <laughs> at it. Okay. I'm so dumb. I'm so I'm so tired of this dumb just like it's just Oh god. Ugh. Ugh. Oh god. Ugh. That's a split decision on sword number one. Our next book is King in Black, number one. Uh written by Donny Cates, pencils Ryan Stegman, inks JP Mayer, colors Frank Barton, letters Clayton Cowles. I feel like this is a this is a this is a week of my faves really letting me down. I engineered it on purpose. You know, I picked comics. Yeah, you fucking asshole. I mean, it's hard to uh, avoid King in Black. It's a, uh, it's mm. very, very popular. It's very, been very well received. I think, as far as I don't know, I don't touch all every single corner of com- comics criticism, but this is, uh, you know, it's riding the wave of Donny Cates, uh, relatively mm-hmm. uh popular and critically uh well received Venom run, and and this is it's been building for a long time. To be fair. You know, this 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 stuff has the seeds have been planted this, you know, years ago at this point uh, in, in different places. So it's not like this came out of the blue. I think I think reading Dark Knight's Metal has destroyed me liking anything of any dark apocalyptic comic mm-hmm. event forever. Well, I mean. This guy is the Marvel version of the Batman who laughs. He's the he's he's the Venom who smiles. D- DM. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I just get angry looking at this crap, and I wish it wasn't in comics. And like, I don't know, man. If you like this shit, God bless you. I th- that's fine. I don't want to see Sentry exploding into guts in outer space being ripped into pieces okay here here eric i'm not gonna have a lot of vitriol towards this comic in general but i am gonna i need to make my point i need to say i need to say aloud Mm -hmm. about i need to talk about sentry sentry is a character that i've always liked Mm -hmm. uh despite the fact that he's been written very poorly in many different ways and they've kind of they had a great idea with him and they mishandled him and mishandled him and mishandled him. And then he died. And I'm like, all right, well, at least he's dead. Um, and they can't mishandle him anymore. You know, he's gone. That's fine. He's a character that everyone got tired of being around because he just was hard to write because he's so powerful. And they don't want him to be around. So they just kill him off. And you're like, okay, that's cool. And then Donnie Case brings it back. And you're like, okay, well, I like Donny Cates. I think he's a very, very good comic book writer. Hell, we read Crossover like two episodes ago and loved it. Um, and then Century's, and Century famously has twice now, twice in his short history as a comic book character in Marvel, uh, ripped apart characters in half and thrown them into the sun. He did it with Ares back in the day, and he did it with Carnage. Uh, and now in this book, that's he. that is his role. In this comic book, his role is to show up and get ripped in half by the new bad guy because it shows how powerful the bad guy is. And I find it incredibly boring. Um, 
and I don't, I I don't, I don't like characters being brought back just to be killed again. It is tiresome. Um, and of all the like. I don't know. It's not like Sentry has been always been very trustworthy either. I don't know why the Captain America is like, yeah, Sentry, get him. Come on, Bob. You got this. Except all those other times where he got you, and we needed your help and you had a mental collapse and you didn't help us. Um, but it's just all this darkness. I don't I don't care. I don't I like I don't I've I, I don't want all this like anger and sadness and grimness and like maybe if it was I hadn't read Death Knight's Metal. Maybe if it wasn't this year, maybe it wasn't 2020, I would be more positive about this and be psyched. And like I remember, I remember being at when Venom the Venom Run started, and I was super psyched about it. And I even talked to Donnie at a con about it, and he gave me like he was like talking about what he's had playing. I'm like, oh man, that's awesome. But now like experiencing it, like it's the same. Mm -hmm. I think, and he's delivered what he's promised, and I think. Stagman's art is very good and very suitable for this book. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that Stegman's talented. There's, it's just somehow, I mean, I, I think really they just know what they're doing and they're writing it for someone that's not you and me. Yeah. And God bless them for that. That's fine. Um, it is decidedly not for me. I don't like this. I don't even want to critique it. Um, I think you kind of, I mean, I, I think your critique is valid about Century, but I think in general, you kind of need to be on the same level. It would be like, it would, it would be like critiquing a, a, a Christmas movie or something. This is, this is, I don't know. This is a bad comic for bad people, but <laughs> there are a lot of bad people in the world. So Mazel Tov, I'm happy for you. I mean, it's, it's, um, it is, it is appealing to yeah that. That the the nineties Batman who laugh marks the 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 you take that grim you take the edgy nineties aesthetic and you double down on it in twenty twenty to and try and retextual recontextualize it and I will I will say um, possessed uh, celestials pretty neat very super Donny Cates idea yeah and I'm I don't I'm gonna also I just don't care about Eddie. Like I don't, I, I don't I, care about him here. I really, I'm not, I'm not connecting with anything in his story at all. I mean, it's not. I haven't been reading Venom, and maybe if I'd been reading Venom the whole time, maybe I'd feel about it differently. But I've never been a big Eddie yeah. Venom guy, um, and it's hard for me not to to reconcile that as well. Uh, I, I think if you like, if you if you're the audience for this, you probably already have it. You probably own this and already it's in your hands and you're reading it and you like it a lot. Uh, we are not so, it. Here's here's a question you probably don't know the answer to, but I'm gonna put it out put it out in the world anyway. Why the fuck does Null have a spider on his chest? Why would why 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 would he have a spider on his Here, chest? I have an answer for you. Oh dear. Um, I'm really surprised that there's an answer to this. Well, it's. I only know the answer because someone literally asked that to Donnie when he was doing a Twitter Q and a at one point. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, why is he a little spider on his chest? Um, I believe there's, it's a two part answer. Uh, one is it's not a spider. It's a dragon. Uh, and two, it looks cool. 
So I was I was going to like my joke answer was going to be because it looks cool and shut up is the two part answer. So I was 50 percent right. You were 50 percent right. my joke answer. Yeah. God, fucking fucking Donnie. <laughs> You're fucking out of your element, Donnie. It's a, I, it's a double do not buy in King of Black. Number one. Next up is Batman Catwoman. Number one. Written by Tom King. Art and covered by Clay Mann. Tomo Mori doing colors. And Clayton Cowles doing letters back to back. Clayton Cowles. Um, this is the book that Tom King is writing and finishing off his. I guess uh, I, I assume this is like a, you know, he take he's taking the last bit of his what would have been his Batman run and kind of mixing it around, changing it up, and making it this twelve issue maxi series. You know, Bat Bat Batman Catwoman. I just cut the tension with a knife. Have you ever seen, did you ever watch the the Batman animated series movie, Mask of the Phantasm? Of course I have. All right. Just, um, well, this book is bringing the Phantasm into DC canon. I got that much out of it. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, a, there's a mask and coffin. Yep. And they mentioned and- Andreas, Andrea, whatever her name is. Um. Other th- seems weird. It seems weird that it's taken this long. I know it really does, doesn't it? Um, but this book is also having is telling like th- three or four concurrent stories. Mm-hmm. It's got the fucking story structure of Memento. It does. It's a fucking. Uh, it just makes me angry to <laughs> flip through this book because it's like just. Just, just like scene, 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 and, and and oh, oh God, what are you doing? What are you, what are you fucking? This is twenty-two pages. This is twenty-two pages. What are you doing? And it's at some and so certain pages are all one era because it takes place in the past and the present and the future, mm-hmm. and some of them are all in one time. And then other ones are inter- inter- intermixed. Some all have all three taking place at the same time. Uh, I want to say three. It might be four. I'm not quite sure about this. And that's the thing that is so incredibly frustrating about this. Page, page the two-page spread of uh, what looks like five and six quite literally is all three eras. It's the future of old Catwoman. It's... Um, I'm not sure which one is the present with him talking to Andrea, but like in the same panel, almost like he's behind him. Then there's Alfred alive while he's saying Alfred is dead, but it's Alfred just seeing, I guess that's the present and Andrea's in the future slightly. I'm not sure. Andrea is technically dead. I don't see that's the thing. Like, is Andrea technically she died? Is she dead? Is she she's alive? What? But then they show her dead. And I don't know when certain things are happening because, like, certain like certain like oh like it's Catwoman. She's dressed like an old lady and she's talking to who I I guess is the Joker in a retirement home in Mm -hmm. Florida somewhere. And that's okay. I get that. And then we also have. Batman and Catwoman searching for a kid who is the son of Andrea, who is the Phantasm. Um, but then there's also present day them. I, I don't know if that's present. Which is which is which? I don't know which 
like like with the chronology here and because the phantasm is not really canonical to the comics I'm not sure if they are just letting are we are to assume that everything in that movie actually happened in the comics sometime and this is just in line with that I don't know and there's no cues to any of this we are just to have to pick it up mm-hmm. and I it makes me it makes me very mad to read this <laughs> it makes me very mad to read this I I I Oh, oh, in in how many? How, what's the what's the page count here? Twenty six, twenty six fucking pages. This 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 equates to what ten minutes, maybe five. I don't know. I think that's I think that was what uh, that was um, Justin Jordan's yardstick for like a trade four to six issues is about equal to a thirty minute uh, television show format in terms of minutes of writing. So this is, let's say one fifth of 30 minutes. So six minutes. It, it is. Can you, can you imagine watching something and having that many different concurrent fucking scenes happening in six minutes? I, of a show I, I would lose my, I'd be so mad. <laughs> I like, this reminds me of the Graham Morrison Batman stuff where he just cuts between yeah. different time yes. and just is like, oh, yeah, too bad. And I'm like, I don't I don't like it when Grant Morrison doesn't. I don't like it when Tom King does it. I don't I need to know what's happening. I will give I will give um, Tom King more credit than that, although not much, because I think you're pretty spot on with what you're saying. I think that. I think that there's actually like I can kind of reading this hard, I can kind of fill in the gaps. Like I think there's actually stuff that happens in between these things and we're supposed to fill in the gaps. It's just a little too much for 26 pages and then it's too much and it's too fast. It's just ridiculous. Stories should not be told in this confusing a way where Morrison like I just think that there's nothing there I just he's just a he's a he's a crazy person and he's fucking doing eight balls of Adderall and fucking heroin I I don't even know um I I I I hear the thing it's Tom King and no matter if it's good or bad I'll probably end up reading it because mm -hmm. I think that he does like you said have intent with what he's doing even if it sometimes doesn't work uh, he does try, and you know, I will, here, here, I will say, I will say, we got the thin white Duke version of uh, the Joker. Yeah, fair. which I don't hate. No, I don't hate it either. Honestly, I don't hate. I don't I, hate I, that. I, like, I'm interested in the things that are happening in this comic book. I just would like to know. Yeah. I would like to have context and like understand. Yeah. Like, and like, I know that there's a part of the 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 you know, I he wants to disorient or disorient the reader a little bit. I assume with all this jumping back and forth. I need to know what's happening. I need to know mm-hmm. when things like, like context. And if I need to read 12 issues of a comic book before I do that, I am not going to be buying it week to week. Uh, yeah. I think that's, that's a real big part of this is this is so, this is so not episodic. It does not work. This is absolutely written for a damn trade that it is borderline unreadable like this. And I don't know. I'm 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 pretty damn mad about it. Honestly, I I think the art is beautiful. 
Uh, yeah, damn. Clay Mann is a tremendous artist. Uh, he he's he did Heroes, Heroes in Crisis with King, and he's doing this with King as well. And it's it's gorgeous, gorgeous work. Um, he also drew a lot of butts in. in he uh, did. Heroes there's there, there, there's a lot of Miranda shots of this thing. Um, I mean, there's there's yeah, there's two of them, three on this page. Really, that one is two, but Catwoman will just put there. She just put her ass right on the camera. Um, I'm, I will read this in trade, but I cannot in good conscience recommend this issue to issue. Like, like it's, it's, it's so like you, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm mad about it. Like legitimately, I'm mad. I am mad about this book. This is, this is, this is three for three. This is three people that I really like really, really, really stinking up the works this time. I'm. Engin- I'm not again, happy about again, this. this. This episode is engineered to make you angry, Eric. I did it on purpose. I, I'm starting to think that 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 yeah, <laughs> you son of a bitch. I know. I hey, these are gonna all rave <laughs> reviews from a lot of people. So I was just assuming they'd be good comic books. Yeah, I would have made that assumption too. I like there's there's there's. So Batman, Catwoman, number one, we are a do not buy, a double do not buy, uh, maybe read the trade. We'll probably, we probably will read the trade. I'll, the- I would, I will, I'll throw myself on that grenade. That's, uh, that I think is worth exploring. I just think that this is not the way to tell this story. No, they, should, just, they absolute- should, they should have released it collected. Yeah. It should have just yeah. come out collected. I don't, DC wants to double dip though. That's why they, I mean, it, it it's, you know. Just because you might like a hundred dollar steak dinner doesn't mean you wanted it, you know, to find it in the bottom of your cereal box. Sometimes the format matters, guys. Format, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so next up, are you ready, Eric? <sighs> it is Dark Knights: Colon Death Metal: Colon The Last Stories of the DC Universe, number one, written by a bunch of people and drawn by a bunch of people and colored and lettered by a bunch of different people. Uh, many, and my, like the, the reason, the main reason I, is Mark Wade writing DC again. That's the big standout. Like, oh, there's a lot of very famous people in this book. Um, but seeing Mark Wade writing in DC again, writing Superman with Francis Manipal drawing it, I was like, okay, we should check that out. Even if I could already predict before we even before I even open this book that we're both going to say don't buy it but mm. I still wanted to read it so Eric what do you hate about this oh no man I'm tired <laughs> this it, book this book exhausts me it's I, long and, and, and it like, is I, a... I, I, I don't know man like I, I don't I don't hate like every single stitch of it like I I don't know, like Mariko Tamaki, she writes a story about a woman with PTSD, and I like that, you know? Like, I I feel like that's just her thing now. You know, here's a strong woman with PTSD for, like, the fifth time. Whee! Um, I don't know, man. There's a lot of dumb shit in here, and there's a lot of fun shit in here, and do I really need a a, a comic of Aquaman, like, narrating being Aquaman and... That was by far the weakest story, which is weird. I like Christopher Sabella, but it I just, do too. It, it's just, it's, it's almost like he's like, Hey, you can be a part of this, but you can't affect anything. I mean, a lot of these stories are exactly that they're, 
it's like a clip show, but like you can't affect anything. Like I, I, like they're basically in this Batman story. They're like, we're gonna sort of put a bow on this Babs and Robin thing. I forget which Robin this is. Dick it's, Grayson. It's, is it what really? Is it Grayson? Is it Dick Grayson really? Yes, really. They're the ones who've been. To, they're they're the couple. I was the one. I was confused about that because I thought that okay, they're, okay, because that was Red Hood. Jason, Jason, Jason dude, Todd didn't happen. Jason Todd, that that was the that was you can't don't count any of that Jeff Johns comic. That doesn't count anymore. Well, that what that's what fucking threw me, dude. It doesn't exist. That's what fucking threw me. That book Whatever. that book Whatever. existed well, to sell comic to, books. I didn't, I didn't want to talk about it. Don't even don't don't even don't even with this this bullshit. <laughs> I thought this was piggybacking off of that. I don't know why we get trench coat fucking Batman. When 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 you were fighting Dark Knight's metal, he was learning the blade. That's I mean, none of these. That's the other thing is that a lot of these are not the canonical like normal like the. It's not even the fifty two. Like it's hard to like. I have we're not reading Dark 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 Knight's metal death metal because we'd oh, lose our effing minds if we tried to. This is so fucking confusing. It doesn't explain anything, and like I just think that I I. Like, I have no fucking clue. Like, we read a lot of comics, and I have no fucking clue what any of this garbage is. Like, some this of it, is insane. Some of it is universal. Some of it is just like, oh, okay, that's Wonder Woman. And sure, there's some, like, weird, like, things around the edges where you're like, I don't know what that means. And you, But it doesn't really matter. You still get the idea of the story, like you said. You know, Wonder Woman dealing with PTSD. So the Superman story is very like is written by Mark Wade is I think the best of these stories and I think it's very in one because it's drawn by Francis Manipal um but also because it's very simple and it's very much like oh the world is ending oh I can go back an hour in time and I can just do it as many times as I can, I can until this technology stops working and it won't even end up mattering because it's probably going to get it could be undone by the world ending but I don't care I'm Superman I'm going to spend as much time as I can and do as much as I can to help people in that hour. So that, and it, 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 it is a way to like further, um, to deepen who Superman is. And I think that's, I the, couldn't, I couldn't even, I couldn't pay attention to it because I was distracted by his Fabio hair. I'm going to say that one's on you, Eric. You telling me this isn't weird to you. I did not even, I did not notice this hair too much. No, you didn't notice. That Superman had weird long Fabio hair. I mean, he, I inexplicably. This is this. It's a Superman with long hair. He still has the S curl. It's fine. I don't really. I don't know, man. I'm uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable a lot of time, Eric. Okay, I got. I deal with it all the time, especially when we're talking about Superman and how his hair looks. Well, isn't that? I know isn't you. That's so tough. Isn't that so tough for you? I just want. I know you just want the mullet hair back. I mean, I would, I would accept that. Give him the old Brian Pillman Jr. Cody Rhodes. That's what. That's why he dyed his hair black. Um, but here's the he thing: he wanted to look like Brian Pillman. He wanted to look like Brian Pillman. Uh, well, then, but here, the majority of these stories are written by good writers, and they are well drawn. Mm-hmm. They and, look fabulous. Oh my god. And it's and then they're competent stories that have a beginning, middle, and end. This comic book costs eight dollars, and but no. <laughs> and not just no, but hell no. And it costs eight dollars, and largely, this book is fan service. That's what yes. this book is. It is here. 
it won't matter. It's the last stories of the DC universe. This is out of canon. This is as soon as Death Metal wraps up and whatever happens to DC with their future state and all that stuff that's going to be coming up soon is going to erase all of this. None of this will matter. It'll just happen in, in a, it's like you said, a bottle episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a way to. I said, I said a clip show. But, oh, yeah. Okay. Bottle, a bottle episode. Same thing. It's, it's, it's going to be some dumb thing. I don't care. But. It's it's like, hey, fans, do you want to see Sinistro uh, being a Green Lantern again? Hey, fans, do you want to see uh, the daughter of Black Canary and Green Arrow? Do you, Hey, fans, do you want to see Babs and Dick married, even if it's just for one night? And, like, if you are that person, if you if that is that valuable to you, then you should buy this. It's it's because it's I think for those for that in that way, it is well executed. I already knew I knew buying this comic that I would uh, probably say, no, don't buy this. But uh, it's I do like that Superman story quite a bit. I would still do not buy for eight dollars, especially. You couldn't you couldn't if you paid me eight dollars, I wouldn't get this. Oh, if you paid me eight dollars to read it, I would absolutely take that eight dollars. Hell no. <laughs> Spend your eight dollars on Cheetos instead. Fucking that's a lot. Of, that's you. a lot of Cheetos. It's a relatively, it's a relatively large amount of Cheetos. Yes, you. Could, I bet you could get at least three bags, big bags of Cheetos for eight bucks. You could. That's a lot of Cheetos. It'd uh, be, be a pretty fair okay. amount. Okay, Eric. How, what's you're you're buying? When I say go get Cheetos, what do you think? What do you picture in your mind as a Cheeto? It actually isn't a Cheeto because I always think of the wrong thing. <laughs> I always think of the planters cheese curl things. I actually don't. I can't in my mind picture what a Cheeto actually looks like. It's just a, it's a it's an orange cheese snack. That's actually. Not I was a thinking like the the debate is you know some people default to crunchy and some people default to poofy to the to the soft. I, I think they are the poofy things, aren't they? But the, I also my memory of the planters poofy shits. <laughs> is more clear okay. than that of Cheetos cuz that's what we ate. And some people default some people default to the red hot Cheetos. Like they are the they like they don't even think when you say Cheetos that's what they default to. I default to I crunchy. I can't even I I I have I can't even remember the last time I've had a Cheeto. Okay. Well there this I, is very I do, important. I do believe it was when I dated the girl that that had celiacs because that shit is gluten free. The more you know. Good important Cheeto discussion. We are both a double. We are double. Do not buy a Dark Knight's Death Metal. The last stories of the DC Universe number one. Lastly, is Justice League: colon, Endless Winter number one, written by Andy Lanning and Ron Mars. Art Howard Porter. Colors Hi-Fi letters and world design. I'm gonna say this felt like an endless winter. <laughs> oh my God, Eric's Eric's just like shooting on everybody today, dude. I'm fucking mad. Okay, I'm. I am I am ticked fucking off. You're you're gonna be on the, these comic books. Dude. You're you're gonna be in my uh, YouTube recommendations. Eric shoots hard on DC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eric destroys. Uh, I, mm, I no, this is not good. This is not a good comic book. I don't know. It's it's very generic. Mm-hmm. very bland this is mm-hmm. the other end this is the other end of the king of black scenario where king of black is going really hard in a direction i don't i don't i don't like and this is going 
doing like just kind of the blandest event it can. We're like, how do you have two? How do you have two events with the same people at the same time involving the sa- the whole fucking world? Well, don't hear Eric. So, Death, Dark Knight's Death Metal is taking place in a different multiverse, and this one is taking place on Earth with involve a. I'm already tired. I can't. Finish I wish that I could sentence. wipe my ass with this comic. My God. I mean, but both of them. I'm just. I'm just. I'm so mad about this. I'm not mad about I'm this. I'm so comic. fucking upset. I'm so I'm I'm so tired. <laughs> just just looking at this, just just I just want to I I don't I just want to take a nap. That's just that's what this book inspires in me. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna scream I'm gonna scream Shazam, and then go to fucking sleep. Um. So there's a Frost King. Yeah, he looks great. That's someone's World of Warcraft OC. Yeah, that's their craft Sona. It kind of is. It very looks like some guy's WoW character, um, mm-hmm. and it's. I just you're. I, I'm. You're. It's just like oh, Justice League is fighting cold men. And you're like okay. He's, he's no Pogger Pog. I'll tell you that he is no Pogger Pog, and I think that's the thing. He has no personality. They don't spend mm-hmm. very much. They don't spend any time building him up. He just appears. Uh, mm-hmm. There's an evil corporation that's mining the site of Superman's uh, Forge of Solitude that got destroyed. And somehow this Iceman's here. Uh, I'm not really angry. I'm not angry because that means I feel dude, something. Dude, if you I'm going to tell you, you if you're going to put this many lines and words in a comic and say nothing. I'm mad at you. <laughs> Fuck you. My time is valuable. Um, this is this is, hey. this is some fucking. This is some Billy Jack bullshits. What this is? Hey, Eric. Flash needs some. He needs to ask you some questions about work-life balance. Flash needs to fucking fuck off that shit at home. Is this a salty Eric forever? Is this what we're getting forever? Dude, I'm so mad at comics this week. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. Oh my god. I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this book because I don't think it deserves it. Honestly, uh, it's it not. Doesn't, it doesn't deserve the time it takes to read all the goddamn words in this fucking book. It's it's it is very bland, and I do not suggest you read it. So I'm gonna do not buy. I'm not even gonna dignify it. I think you. I think you know where I stand. I'm, this is this is a fucking Dave Meltzer did not rate. Not even to give it a dud. No, I'll, I'll do not buy this trash. There's worse comics, but I, uh, uh, no, I don't, I, I do not want it. Eric, don't want it. Just to make it clear, audience, uh, Eric messaged me earlier in the day, says he doesn't like comic books anymore. Yeah, it's true. So take his criticism, you know, with that. He doesn't like any comics ever, ever again. He'll that never like any. Fucking clean sweep on these guys. We'll read some Toriyama next next time, and Eric will immediately forget that he said that and love comic books. I mean, again. I'll, I'm I'm gonna have to read something to purge this evil from my <laughs> my evil. heart. <laughs> evil. I'm telling you, dude. You talk about like three of my favorite writers. Maybe Tom King is getting booted from that that. The, the the top shelf. Hear that, Tom King? Eric shoots hard on Tom King. I'm a little I'm a little salty. Tom has not been not been doing it for me for a minute here. Uh, I mean, um, uh, it's not fair. Strange Adventures going on right now. We're not reading it. I'm sure it's great. 
I would like to try it. I'm, he's a person I will still give. I will still. I will give. I will give him a lot of passes because I don't think that something like the visions uh, drops out of nowhere. Um, I don't think that's a fluke. No, he is. He is. I. I. I'm uh, like these. These are like fucking Al Ewing to write something (laughs) like this. Just. It's not. It's fine. It frustrates the ever-loving dog shit out of me. Sword is fine. I read that, that first, dude. I read I'm, that first. I mean, I'm not happy with it. You're, it's okay, Eric. It's all right. I was. It I'm, won't hurt you anymore. This is this is not like when you read the the grayest comic book X Force comic book ever, and then everything else turned to shit for you. I mean, you want to talk about writing fan max incorrectly? I mean, we can do that. Lord knows we've never done that. Let's move on to our next segment. We can talk about things other than sword number one and how Al Ewing has broken Eric's heart forever. He has. He has hurt my damn feelings. We'll just read some Immortal Hulk and you'll you'll forget about it. Uh, I'm sure. Move on to our next segment. It's time for checking in. Checking in is the part of the show Eric and I talk about what we've been doing the past couple weeks. Um, You know. Things been how we spend our time, and if we have any recommendations, anything you want to talk about, Eric? Uh, I have a new favorite television show. Ooh, I mean, not really because favorite. my favorite television show is is uh, still AEW Dynamite, <laughs> but I'm not I'm Fair. not checking in with that. But uh, I I messaged you about it. Oh, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah, this is this is Letterkenny is my new favorite show. I mean, they're Canadian, but it's just a it's just a bunch of dumb redneck farmers being goofy and and, and honestly wholesome. And I like it for that. The, the, the I think the wholesomeness. Hey, you're going to be quiet. Oh, oh, good God. Oh, my God. You can't tell. You can't tell the Internet to do anything. Um, yeah, it's a really good show. I don't, I don't know. Canadians being being weird, mm-hmm. being. Like it's very it's it's very wordplay based like they they like will rapid fire puns and it's like it's actually like i don't know like the dialogue is like really so rapid and so quick and really well written i don't know it's 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 a really interesting show i've not seen anything quite like it how, how much have you um, watched i'm getting close to finishing it honestly what am i i'm in season seven I believe I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. I'm I'm working my way through season seven, um, and I I really like it. I will say that Hulu likes to start the episode three quarters of the way through the episode. That's odd. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that's not where the episode starts. <laughs> you sure? Yeah, because I can rewind it, and there's stuff before that. Oh, I see. Um, I get it. So. Hulu's dumb. Uh, I will be to, watching. I, I this is a show that I've watched some of, and I will be. I've been meaning to. It's on my list of shows to actually yeah, sit down and watch because I, I mostly for all the dumb hoppy, hockey jokes that are in it. I, the the hockey players were specifically what made me think of you. It was why I messaged you. But I look, I like those guys a lot. Like there's, I, I think that. There's stuff like it all comes off like a joke, but like there's surprise like they sneak stuff in there. Like 
that you wouldn't expect. Like, there's two fucking dumb hockey bros that sort of accidentally end up in a polyamorous relationship with the sister, and it is just really super bizarre. But, like, there's an episode where she says that she wants to date them again, but only one of them. And they, like, the 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 friends sort of break up for a while. And, like, they're both so depressed because they fucking love each other so much. It's just, it's so precious. I, I, I don't know. I, I love them so much. Like, they're so, they're so fucking dumb and wholesome. And I, basically every character's like that. Like the main character, Wayne, he looks like such a douchebag. He's actually the creator of the show, too. Did you know that? Uh, I, th- I thought I did, but I wasn't sure. He's He looks like such a douchebag, but like, I really like his character, or at least there's just something about the way that this show is, is um, it's a, a big sort of... I don't even know what to call it, but like a big part of their world. They just get into fights constantly. They're just rowdy, idiot rednecks, and they, they want to fight. And just they keep, they, they say, you want to have a scrap? And they just go fucking fight. And people keep coming up to Wayne like it's the fucking Old West. And he's like, I'm the toughest guy in Letterkenny. And he's, they, he just fights them. And most of the time he wins. And then after that, they shake hands and they're friends. And I don't know. I like that. <laughs> it makes me really happy. I mean, you you know, it, it it makes me it makes me miss mosh pits. You know, I've been feeling that pain kind of acutely. And I I don't know what it was like if you ever experienced that, but all the ones that I was ever in, we people would just beat the dog shit out of each other, and then we'd all hug. And I don't know, man. It's wholesome. <laughs> I, I, this, this show makes me feel things, I think, because I'm also an idiot. I uh, mean, there, uh, we're, we're all idiots. Aren't we, aren't we though? I think, I think beating up your friends and then hugging, that's, I think people should do that. Please don't beat me up. What? I beat you up. No, you haven't. I have. I've never been beaten up in my life. At least not physically. There's, there's a, there's a picture of me suplexing you. You did not suplex me. You did not complete the suplex. I, you, you, do, you, do you know what? Do you know what that sounds like? I did not bump. That sounds like a man who wants to be suplexed. Please don't suplex me either. I am fragile. <laughs> you are absolutely not fragile. I'm a fragile man. Hey, Eric. <laughs> What's up, bud? There's a little a little video game. Okay, came out. Not many people have heard about it. Mm, none of them. None. No one's talked about it in this past week or two. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a little little video game called Cyberpunk 2077. Well, hadn't hadn't heard of that. Nope. Uh, I'm sure no one has ever heard of that video game. Uh, I have been playing it, and I've been having a good time with it. Had fun. I've had fun. I have I have heard mostly good things. Uh, I mean, not really, <laughs> um, because people are terrible. But I mean, people that like you, you know, that I'm friends with, that got it are saying, yeah, this is good. It's fun. I think there is just something about... I, 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 I just think that, like, negative um, opinions are viral, you know? Mm-hmm. And very influential, and well, people seek negativity. Well, it's it's purposeful also on social media. Like, they literally get amplified 
things get yes. more reactions, and so they get pr- propagated. Well, I mean, we we people like they go to where the heat is on social media because that's what that's what drives more engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will be I will be honest. Many of the videos of the glitches in the game are very funny. Mm-hmm. There's glitches of people walking around with the, the their their dingers hanging out just in the middle of the video game. That's very funny. So you're you're bringing back dinger. Never went away. It's 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 been here. To be fair, if you pick penis two and big, what do you expect to happen? I mean, that is also you know? the, the penis customization options are mm-hmm. very funny. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna have if you're gonna ha- if you're gonna give yourself a 16 inch dong, you're gonna have some problems. It's gonna flop like, out of your pants. Gonna, no, exactly. That's gonna that that's gonna give you some issues in life. You're in the middle of a gunfight. Um, oh no, big old dinger just flopping around. Don't can you that. imagine? Can you imagine getting shot in your 16 inch dick? I mean, you wouldn't even feel it. It's so big, it'd be so strong. I think you'd I think you'd feel it like you'd have a lot. Like you'd have more. More, more, as more of it to have pain receptors. No, nah, it bounces off. It's like it Superman. hurt more. Okay, that's right. That's how it works. It goes off like a shotgun. I right? mean, or someone summons a car. And like you can p- get your car to drive up near you so you can get in. And instead of it driving on the road towards you, it flies through the air and crashes into the, into the building you're next to. These open world games are just all like this. They're and, all fucking like it's just. It's too big and stupid to to build a game like this. I don't understand. I I don't know. I love that shit like this exists, but like at what fucking cost? It's like we're ruining people's lives to build these games. Um, it's fair. The, the the people that build them want us to pay a hundred dollars for the game. I I don't know, man. I'm I think I'm I think I'm honestly the, the best game experience I've had for many years now have all been much smaller development teams and i would honestly rather see more of that i don't know how much more space we need for triple a shit like this this game does look super neat uh i i have been very interested in it my own self it's very pretty um there are critiques about it that are valid uh i think i i don't I didn't go to the game expecting, I don't know, a lot. I think I am well past the the age where I go, I am expecting this game to change my life, which is apparently yeah. what everyone goes into video. Every single video game they ever play is just... I, so, every, I don't know. Gamers are... Gamers they're are very... Little, and like, little whiny piss. I will also say that certain... like. The game is basic. At certain ways, the game is unplayable on the old consoles. Like if you have a base model PS4 or Xbox, uh, the the game seems to be really hard to actually play. Really bad frame drops and crashes, which is not not excusable. I'm playing on a good PC with a relative, like a few years old graphics card, and it runs great. And there are certain there is I run into minor, minor glitches and some physics jank. I've not seen any of the crazy stuff that you see on social media. It is a it is a game where you like you run around and you do deals with like shady corporations and steal Mm -hmm. computer chips from people Uh, like and you like get fancy future guns and like augment your body with weird, you know, cyborg stuff. 
it's not perfect, and I assume that they're going to work on the game for it. Like, The Witcher 3, they worked on that game for like three years after it was released. I assume they're going to do the same with this, and it will improve mm-hmm. over time. doesn't excuse some of the, the state that the last-gen game is probably should not have been released for the old consoles. It just should have not been developed for that. But it's, again, like you said, money. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had fun with it, and I will continue to play it. I don't, I don't, if you are tapped into video games at all, you cannot avoid all the cyberpunk coverage. So I'm not going to go into depth about what the video game is, but I've had fun. Take that for what it's worth. It's it's Linus tech tips. Okay. Um, uh, I will, I, I, I I don't know. I don't have anything. I don't do anything else. I don't, I eat cookies. Can I, I'll check in with Christmas cookies. They're delicious. I mean, I, you send me some cookies. Um, you're on the list. If you're not on the list, you are on the list now, Eric. You'll get cookies. Why would I? Have, why would I have not been on the list? I've known. I've known you two for forty years. I okay. I'm not in charge of the list. All right. So I can. I'm not going to say that you're on the list when if I don't know you're on the list. But you're on the list. Here, you're on the list. They're good cookies. Um, also having. Mm, that's a different discussion that I'm not. I can't even tell you because it would ruin your Christmas you surprise. Oh. See secrets. Uh, let's talk about let's have our Kirby Christmas, Eric. Are we gonna Are we gonna do that? Is it Is it time for that? Mm-hmm. It's no longer time for Letter Kenny and Nope Cyberpunk. It's time to move on to our final segment. It's time for Nerdboy Book Club. Nerdboy Book Club is the bar show. Eric and I assign a longer collective work and discuss it in depth, like what a book in a book club. Except it is a comic book. This time we are discussing New Gods by Jack Kirby. Uh, this is the original eleven issues plus. They added in the Hunger Dogs, uh, abbreviated graphic novel that is it was intended to wrap it up, didn't really, but it's there. Um, never read any. I've never read any of his Fourth World stuff. I've read a, a lot of Jack Kirby Marvel stuff, not as much of his DC or Fourth World stuff because I was a Marvel kid. I, I've read. I would say I've read next to no Kirby ever. In 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 my all my born days, you were the person who pitched this, Eric. You said, "Let's read, mm-hmm. let's read Fourth World Jack Kirby." You've always been—I don't know that I said Fourth World Jack Kirby, but I did say let's read some Kirby. I think you this said is, you this were... is this fits the bill. You said Fourth World. I tried to. I I was gonna. I tried to suggest something else. You're like, let's do Fourth World. I'm like, okay. Well, that's that's fair, but that's a little bit of a different thing. I think of the options, this probably was the better one. So you're you of uh, of the two of us. I I'm, I of our brief discussions about Kirby in the past. I've always been more of a fan than you have. Mm-hmm. Has that changed at all after reading this? I think I do. I am getting. I get Kirby from reading this because it is an awful pile of slop, and it keeps screaming at me, <laughs> and it's in big red and yellow and big ass colors and everyone's got a square mouth that they could put their whole arm in but fuck this is awesome like it's so stupid and fantastic and like so full of imagination and just fun like this is this is like i don't know like i was thinking like this that there's there's a spectrum and on one side one side is Dragon Ball, and on the other side is someone's weird D and D campaign, and in the middle is is this. This is this is just 
fucking I don't know, man. This is just batshit nuts. I love the fights in it. I actually do like the art, but Kirby kind of can't draw. He still draws things like complete crap, but like things just look so good. I sent you a thing, a, a page. I thought that was I thought that was you dropping. No, I love that page. I adore that page. It's so amazing. And there's spreads all over the place like that. There's one that I would legitimately get a poster of for my house. Um, it would be hard for me to find it again. But my God, it's so good. I I I had a blast. But that I don't think this is a comic book in the way that I think of comic books. What does that mean? It means I don't think there's... I don't know that there's really like a story here. Like there's no shape to this. There's not really like no one's really a character. People look straight at you and and to Yell. as they say in Andy Griffith, give a soliloquy. There's a lot of uh just I don't know Je uh, Grant Morrison described this as Jungian vistas of raw symbol and storm. And I think that's this is these are just like Jungian arch archetypes just yelling at you. If that's, if that's what you want to say. Also, they give they they have they have a they have a black guy and he has skis. He does. He skis. Um, he's not the Silver Surfer. He's the Black Racer, and he's that's, that's a fucking that's some that's some weird decisions, boys. There's a, it's just a series of yeah crazy decisions in this. Yeah, um, accompanied like the, with the fucking like the the guy touches he the the original black racer touches this this veteran who's a quadriplegic or something, and then he turns the dust, and the one guy becomes the other guy. Like what? I don't know. Whatever. Um, it's just this the stuff is just like everything is so batshit crazy and like turned up way past eleven. Like it's just absolutely nuts and reading crap like this you can see why people loved him so much and see the direct influence there's there's i love this page it's uh i have to tell you it's 321 i absolutely love this page it's like orion like fighting a bunch of dudes and robots and a guy's getting shot in the face by his ally and he's screaming, stop him, he's a monster. It's it's just, it's so glorious. That is such a, that is such a beautifully ugly page. It's just wonderful. Like, fucking chef's kiss. Beautiful. There's a certain page that, I, I forget who is lying on, t I think it's Orion lying on top of a bunch of bodies that he's pe beaten up. And he's just yelling about anger. Yeah. <laughs> yes, no, I, I, I know exactly... I know where you mean. It's in the, um, I think it's in the, um, the whole like battle, whatever bullshit it was, you know, three, yeah, it's on the three, it's 373 and... is the page okay. flesh and machines leave survivors. Total destruction is my domain. He's just lit as he's shooting a gun from a top of pile of bodies of people. He's beaten up. So no one has ever fucking talked like this ever. Nope. And it just, fucking fascinates me because it's like you know what it reminds me of is uh dune which okay. everyone would Fair. just like 
in Dune, I could just, I would be reading it and it just, it felt like the character was looking directly at the camera and saying, oh, ho, a bad guy, am I? You know, like, uh, this is the same fucking thing. Like, I don't, it's just so damned weird. You know, it's like, where, where, where did you fucking get this from, Jack Kirby? Uh, You know what this reminds me of, Eric? What does it remind you of? The Meta Barons. Oh, totally. That and it, and it like the structure is ex- and I I absolutely had that thought uh, reading this um, and it's just something about the way that things transition from like one thing to another and there's like a kind of dream logic to it like and that's a big part of why I love this is it has a lot of that like I don't think Kirby can draw as well as Mobius can, but he has a lot of the soul that Mobius does, you know, um, he can make a thing ugly and beautiful in only the way that a comic book can be much the way that Mobius was a master of that. Um, and I, I, I can see way more similarity in those two than I ever would have before reading this. I, I, full-on fucking love this hot garbage yeah i think this is fucking amazing okay okay (laughs) okay okay hold on hold on hold on okay hold on i'm holding i'm holding i'm holding on i won't completely hyperbolize this but i mean okay i'll just i'll just say it the way that i want to say it every fucking sentence in this book has an exclamation point that is not a completely factual statement, but it is over 90%. It feels a lot Some of, of time. Them, sometimes they ask questions. <laughs> That's true. There are no, there are almost no periods in this book. There is even, even in the thought bubbles, they have yes. exclamation points. They yes. think in exclamation points. There are so many exclamation points. There is, there, there's almost, there's one, there's, this is a rare period he says he looks a bit confused which is weird I, th- there's there's one there's another period every other thing exclamation point there's a period sometimes when the human when it's just humans talking mm-hmm. they i'm they... gonna say that most of those were also that i i noticed they were mostly exclamation points and i'm gonna say like people give rob liefeld shit for drawing bad and then like okay is this 323 313 in in the thing look at those thumbs look at those hands that is a bad drawing jack kirby i don't care this shit is fucking crazy <laughs> that's those are quite some thumbs jack kirby come for the crazy i'm gonna also they look, hear they look bad man and i i, I what, whatever fucking jack kirby drew three thousand pages that day he drew, those <laughs> he drew three comics that month so he, yeah or four maybe yeah god almighty like the fucking hardest the hardest three workers you ever know fucking jack kirby would make all three of them look lazy combined i don't know how the shit he'd do stuff like this well, like it's just i don't even i don't even know man well it's he like okay just to give a rundown on, we haven't talked a lot about Kirby ultimately, you know, it, considering how important he is to comic books, but you know, he did invent co-create like half of the superheroes in the world. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he invented so he invented romance comics along with uh, Joe Simon. They they created them. The first first romance comic books. I can't. I I literally I can't even imagine what what a, a curvy romance comic looks like. It's like ah, kiss me. I mean, kind of. <laughs> as far as I, I mean, from no, what I've seen, like giant square mouths and screaming, three thousand exclamation points. Not, Come he, on, get get fucking on it. He did, uh, I think his mouths are a little bit more human looking when he did the romance books. But, you know, he he invented half of the Marvel Universe or more. Uh, then when Marvel didn't want to pay him what he was worth or what he thought he was worth after he basically invented all of their characters yeah. and all their success, he went to DC. Um he certainly has made Disney billions of dollars. He has. And he invented this New Gods, Mr. Miracle, and the Forever People, along with Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. He did those four books. He all invented the same. Jimmy Olsen? He did not invo- invent Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen actually was first on the Superman radio show. Huh. That's the He's the other Harley Quinn character, you know, that he got was created in a other medium and then moved over to the comic books. Um, But he, he, he drew... A Jimmy Olsen book first at DC and then introduces three fourth world books, which is this Mr. Miracle and the Forever People. All of them got canceled relatively early. They didn't sell well, I guess. Uh, DC was also in a lot of turmoil at that point. Um, at, at one point in the early 70s, DC canceled every single book they had and started over. Um but it just at this point, and this is but this is 71. This is after all of those, Mar- all that Marvel work. This is after romance comics. This is after Captain America, the first wave of superhero comics, when they when he with Captain America, and then the then he went and fought in World War Two. Was that was and and then came back and decided to invent another genre of comics, and then basically in, in in my mind, Jack Kirby is exactly Cotton Hill. Did you ever hear the story about Jack Kirby? Uh, going down to fight Nazis in New York. Head of a Nazi. No. He was in the Marvel bullpen. Uh, and they called up the secretary, the front office, the front desk people called up and said that there were people here wanting to see him. And uh, they, they they said they were, they were Nazis and they wanted to beat up Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby marched downstairs to fight them. Uh, I have I have heard a version of that. Yes, yeah, it's it's a um, it's a story that has outgrown its original size. I'm sure, but uh, it is it is just that he is like yeah. I certainly saw some of the reason that the books look like they look and his style is looks like it looks is because he was also drawing four other comic books that week. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't storyboard. Yeah. He didn't sketch. He just drew the comic. Mm-hmm. He did not. He did not have time to. to I can't even remember. There was some essay that Michelle Fife wrote about his own process and trying to keep on top of Copra. Yeah, they called it breaking the Kirby barrier. But it's it's pretty obvious because like the some of the storytelling in this is terrible, and some of the panels like shit doesn't make any fucking sense and it's hard to follow stuff but like god damn it's still like 
it's still like an anomalous beautiful thing like it doesn't it do, like no part of it makes sense why it's good it just is it, it's just so much raw power it's amazing um it just delights me and it is it is kind of bad and hard to read and there's chunks of it that i don't enjoy but there's definitely like it's just amazing it just absolutely is batshit incredible amazing there is i found an anecdote about jack kirby and this is his quote and i wasn't i don't know if it's i mean he's been known to exaggerate some of his own personal history what i know but he said he he tried to enroll into the pratt institute in brooklyn uh, art school when he was 14 Mm -hmm. and he said he left after a week and his exact quote I wasn't the kind of student that Pratt was looking for. They wanted people who would work on something forever. I didn't want to work on any project forever. I intended to get things done. I like it. Yeah, it's very. And you look at his books. Yeah, he was like, I need. I'm drawing four comic books this month, guys. I gotta invent Marvel comics. All right, I ain't got time. I'm sorry, oh, my. Boy, le- had some hustle. I'm sorry, my. Le- I well. Oh, again, we can also attribute that to their very poor page rate. Yeah, he just wanted he yeah, wanted he to had make to, money. He had to he had to fucking draw four comics a, a month to get to the poverty line. He loved drawing like people like squatting in midair. Oh my god! Are you telling me that's not how Why? people jump? I mean, there's where's the I have to find the fucking um, oh man, it's that guy Turpin. Yeah, the, 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 when the, the, like the when he's fighting, he's fighting guys on the top and then he hops over a building and it's like what the hell's going on does it make any sense to this guy's hopping over buildings and it looks it looks so weird i love that guy oh my god i love turpin because he was fighting oh he's great he's fighting that monster guy what's his name um cop the cobleek something like that kalibok kalibok he's fighting kabbalah god i can't even say it just say, just say, Kalibach. He's this Turpin is basically the thing. Yeah, except he's just Ben Grimm. He's, yeah, he's not. He's 100%. just a dude. I have to, I have to find that panel where he hops over to the other building. It looks so dumb. It, Kali- there it is. There it is. Oh my god, there it is. Kalibach is like a super powerful immortal creature that just lives to to war, and Turpin is just like a detective, and he's like, no, I'm yeah. gonna fight him. I'm like. Don't do that, Turpin. You're gonna die. He's like, I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't. And it's like that's that's what this these book is about. It's like it's about war and like in in uh and like and aggression and rage and anger and how it's destructive. And like it it is really interesting to see how like Jack Kirby tries to push this message of the futility of war and like the the. The, the 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 ever war the infinite war between new genesis and a and a and the and dark side and apoc and the and the apocalypse the planet and and apparently that's how it was supposed to end with every all the new gods dying he wanted to end this with all the new gods dead i mean it doesn't matter to him because he was like making up 19 characters a day <laughs> it's true drawing 600 pages an hour and I I just I'm just like just arrested by like Orion just screaming all at everyone. Oh my god. 
everyone's yelling all the time. He's got to hide those apocalypse eyebrows. I, I mean, he can't turn into a cape man. He gets too beat up. He turns into a cape man. <laughs> That's what happens. When he's, the mother when, he's pretty, box. He, when he's pretty, he looks like He-Man. The mother box um, makes him look handsome. Yeah, it's true. His mother thinks he's handsome. I mean, that's effectively this the fucking, truth. This, this, this character design for Mantis, and he's just like, just like scowling and just staring with big ass red eyes. It's just, it's just so insane. God Almighty! Every aspect of this, it's just, it's just so crazy. I'm here, and other... all the all the people, everyone will just like walk on. Like my name is. Lincoln Clevenshire, and it's like, okay, you're <laughs> all the humans. It's good are, to know that about they, you, bud. They just say their my full, name is Dolly McMurdy. They just say they just walk on his the panel and just say their names to yeah. to Ryan. We're like, I don't remember any of these people's names. I don't. They don't really matter yeah, that like, much. They're just fucking gone after that. They come back to do like they invade like a gangster's hideout, which is actually hiding the presence of uh fish monsters that were brought to earth by dark side why not and and they have like a big awful machine in their base and you're like these are just gangsters why do they have a big dark side machine in there (laughs) i mean why 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 wouldn't they i mean if you if you if you could get your hands on a dark side machine wouldn't you it depends what it does i don't know i don't want the anti-life equation i don't want that that seems very dangerous please keep that away from me it's even it's in the name so many panels of just Orion just yelling. Orion just seems like he's a complete asshole. He, yell, I mean, um, he can't help it, Eric. It's his nature. He's he's met bred, he's bred for war. He's the you know, you know. You, you, you know what you you go to you go to therapy. You don't. That's you don't take comic your book. issues This is out Jack Kirby's therapy. I guess so. I bet. I mean, I, I hopefully I hope I hope Jack Kirby didn't just yell at people. I seems um, from all accounts he was an incredibly kind man. Yeah. Yeah, who loved his family and his and the people in his the very limited video there is of him at like at comic book conventions. He seems incredibly kind. I bet I bet he I bet he yelled a lot telling stories. Probably. Oh, sure. I bet if he told yes. an anecdote, I I I bet he made these faces like not even on purpose. I bet just like big giant square mouth screaming, and he's like, and I punched that Nazi right in his ass. I just fucking. I this is just I also incredible. like Met. I like I like Metron a lot. Yeah, I mean he's just he's so. I don't know. He's got a he's got a magic chair that does everything, and they don't explain it at all. And he just sort of disappears. Like there's no real narrative here. I don't know, man. I it just makes me think that Alan Moore wanted to, it feels very Dr. Manhattan. It's that times yeah. for Metron where he is like, cause That's he travels very through, sensible. He travels through time. It could be at multiple times and is aware of things happening in multiple times and can, is like trying to, and using causation to change things and stuff like that. It feels sometimes like it's very much a nod to, I don't know if, if Alan Moore is, is Dr. Manhattan was ever is inspired at all by Metron. I, I have to assume that well, Alan God, Moore God read knows. Jack. Uh, we he all had know to that Alan Moore hates Jack Kirby. I mean, he read, I'm sure he read Jack Kirby and all those, those, that. have you not seen you, you, I'm sure we've discussed the picture of Alan Moore shaking Jack Kirby's hand at some convention. And he is absolutely having a fanboy moment. It is very clear. Alan Moore is 
so happy to be meeting Jack Kirby. He's he's uh I mean that was when he started loving his heart for comic books. I mean, you're not wrong about that. I don't blame him. They've um, they've screwed him over royally. Um I mean, yeah. That's what he shook Jack Kirby's hand and that was that was what the curse. His career. Oh no, the yeah. curse had got trust Alan Moore. Jack Kirby's like, here, now you get to get screwed by comic books. And Alan Moore was like, All right. It's like, okay. I'll write some Batman first. Surely, surely this Batman comic will be fine. It won't be ru- all things in black and white. 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 Just do a bad Adam Alan Moore impressions for another twenty minutes. I, it's just like a real. It's like a real meme these days. It's like uh, making fun of British accents. There was the, the post. I don't even remember what it was on. Someone put it on Reddit or something. I think they're like, like do British people sound like that when no one's listening? <laughs> <laughs> no, they they drop it. They just talk. They just speak with American accents when no one's. Yeah. When no one's around. <laughs> um, I don't know. New Gods is Oh god, I forgot we got we haven't talked about Light Ray. And no, we he's a jobber. His well, he has the Gambit head. He totally does. He yeah. has Gambit head. That's where Gambit's head like I'm like I'm like every time I've seen Gambit, I'm like, why the hell does Gambit look like that? Who decided to draw and they were like, Oh, they just re- they were reading Jack Kirby and they're like, Let's give this Gambit this guy's head. With a weird helmet. Really so upset about about Gambit's head. Sometimes I think about it. I don't I'm not upset. I guess it's just a question. It's confusion. Because Gambit is like a cool guy. And Light Ray is not a cool guy. Like you said. He's a jobber. He's definitely a jobber. Poor Light Ray. I mean he's like he's the he's got the the uh the human torch with like other powers too, and he just gets the crap kicked out of him on in every issue it is pretty good that page uh it's page 153 he's riding like a big machine and just screaming if we must die let new genesis live that's it's pretty good pretty good that's pretty good pretty good yeah said 50 53 no 153 on comiXology yeah or it's if you go by the page number it's 157 yeah that's a that's a that's a fucking balling ass like the the, the two-page spread is pretty fantastic no that's that's this is effing delightful you demons go with us it's just a ride like i'm gonna murder you with this giant <laughs> machine orion orion like i don't think he's done a he, he just it's like he does he only does coke just all day long like that's what he sounds like he's just a constant fucking rage factory screaming all the time wants to punch everybody oh my god he's so nuts i was really surprised about uh the lineage of dark side it's weird to think of dark side uh with a mother and an <laughs> uncle like that's weird to me <laughs> um it's gotta come from somewhere i mean we did we did have that discussion when we were talking about what, what were they called? Was it sirens or what was the DC book? Furies. Furies. Yes. Where we, we did, I, you know, that dark side Fox. Yeah. Dark side Fox. Um, canonically. I mean, yeah, he's got, that's, that's the next, he's got, he's got three kids. He's got 
He's got Kalibach. He's got Orion. And he's got the other one. <laughs> the other one. Um, I I really love this. This panel is just so harsh where Orion looks like uh, uh, a Dick Tracy villain. He's all squinty and beaten up and he's getting he's turning into an uggo. I mean, that's what happens when you get punched. And then he yells at at at, at the universe because he's he's like, I need to punch someone. I mean, he's fuck you, dark side. I mean, his yeah, his, he's got a rough life a little bit, Orion. You know, I mean, he's, I get it, but like, I don't know, man. He's a lot of anger, you know, and it's it's rough yeah. on him. He's, he's got I guess, little... like, you know, you live you live in proximity to apocalypse. It's gonna make you intense. There's a big old war you know? planet that's like lurking over over you at all times and ready to kill you at all any moments notice. So. So why in the why in the goddamn hell do they keep teleporting to Earth? That make any fucking sense. It's that's the. I mean, I'm gonna say here my official like, I don't know. This comic book is like just because of Jack Kirby's incredibly bombastic and insane art. Like it doesn't really matter what the story yeah. is. But I mean, no, there, well there there basically is none. So I think that is really the better answer. Is stop thinking about it, idiot. It's it's mostly just like, man, I don't care about these humans at all, Jack Curry. Just keep drawing these crazy guys, like th- throwing, like flying, riding giant machines about to blow up a giant whale. Like scream and die. There's a dude on skis. It's just oh my god, what is what is what is happening? It's basically on the only page. the only time it sags is when it's a lot of humans talking to each other, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't care about. Uh, Andrew John Lincoln or whatever the hell their names are they're just yeah. Andrew Mayberry I'm like I don't care Andrew May- Mayberry about like I can't go outside you're literally I never am, gonna come back I'm very scared of going outside I'm gonna stay in my apartment until Orion comes back we're gonna send out Orion and he's gonna be a fake detective I'm like I like right. how in this book Granny Goodness is canonically naming Scott Free as a joke yeah I mean, yeah, it's just a, it's just amazing. It's like I got a baby. His she, name is Scott Free. I think that's funny. He's never gonna get out. He's Scott Free. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna imprison oh him forever, Scott Free. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is a good comic book. Oh my book. god, I this is this is a great comic book. It's so stupid. Here, first, there's a hot take from your handsome boy. Good night. And Hansel Boy Robbie is Jack Kirby. He was good at making comics. I did not always think that. I still think like he kind of halfway can't draw, <laughs> and he can kind of halfway draw the shit out of stuff. It's wild, man. He's not here. There, I, I have never seen anyone. I've never seen anyone make art like this. And my God, this this shit is. This is, I think, about as close to to doing drugs as you can get from a piece of fiction. Well, here the collages, man. What is up with them? Collages, They're so good. Collages are great. That's there's a lot of that in Fantastic Four. Oh. When they uh, they go out to the cosmos, there's a lot of collages in Fantastic Four. Yeah, there's 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 fucking giant ass skulls floating in space. Yeah, this shit's incredible. Really good. Fucking Kirby. Well, see, Eric, when you say he's not good at drawing. That's your first mistake because he's not trying to draw; he's trying to get things done. 
That's tr- that's the truth. It's just like I don't know, man. Like he's not consistent on anything. You can't like you can't tell these people are the same from thing to thing. <laughs> nope. Like it's just it's just crazy. It's nuts. It shouldn't work. But like I don't care. Nope. Oh my god. It's not good. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it like it doesn't. It's like you know, like like you can imagine. There's there's like a a thermometer, and you know, and it starts out at bad, and it goes all the way up from good to amazing. It skips straight over good, and goes straight to amazing. It it skips steps because I think that it is absolutely incredible, beautiful, and indispensable, but not good. And I kind of think that anyone that likes comics in any way should read this this hot trash because it's amazing. There came a time when the old gods died. The brave died with the cunning. The noble perished, locked in battle with unleashed evil. It was the last day for them. An ancient era was passing in fiery holocaust. Oh, God. This, this stupid bombast. It's amazing. Just screaming at you for 400 pages. Yeah. There's so much of it, too. Look, I... I, There's a zillion words in this. I ain't mad. If the other side of good is evil, then surely apocalypse is the other side! Exclamation point! Dude, dude. Fucking Jack Kirby was about to run out of exclamation points. Somebody was... He was, like, right there on the edge. Someone's like, Jack, we're... We're cutting you off. I shall. It is written. It is my destiny. Careful. He possesses the Astro Force. Have you ever read any, any, um, I mean, I assume the answer is yes. Any Stan Lee dialogue? Oh, yeah. It's a lot like this. They're both morons. I like Jack Kirby's. I like cornballs. No, this is way better. This is way better. Because it's, it doesn't try and ever pretend that it's actual dial it, like it never mm-hmm. pretends that people say this it's just like i don't care we're just gonna go 100 we're gonna turn it up to a thousand percent it's all exclamation points nothing else so let's let's talk about that a little bit more we we did start on that because i talked about i talked about dune and i always compare dune to shakespeare and that kind of makes sense to me like where why he would get um why he would write dialogue or characters talking like that, you know, because it's it almost does. It feels like an aside. It feels like they're talking to the audience directly. It feels like a stage play and it feels like he's trying to write to I don't know what would make sense to him in literature as like the best thing. I don't know. What else do you think he could be drawing from in this? Because I'm really I'm I'm really curious where this came from i want to know why him and stanley just wrote such weird garbage that doesn't sound like a person at all like why does it sound like this i mean it's largely i mean stanley i'll say stanley wrote the way he did because he was writing for children and Mm -hmm. it was trying to be and like children's literature forever unless unless you're mark twain you're writing like you know you're like you're right you're writing you write like you're talking to a dum-dum you're like let's make this as clear as possible that was the thing though it wasn't it was a lot of big words and very like very ornate prose it was a lot like this it was perfect and when what i remember well yeah 
but I mean, it's just people saying exactly how they feel, though. Yes. It's, there's no there's yes. no obfuscation about the plot. You know exactly. Yes. And also, it's partially, I'm, I assume, some of it's the comics code. And it is, you have to be very clear about these guys are good, and these mm-hmm. guys are evil, and we're, the never the twain shall meet, and you can't have like gray you can't have any like a lot of gray in your stories if you want to pass the comics code you have to be very clear these are good guys this is who we root for and i think some of it is that there's i think it's it's not just one thing i think it is a a mixture of things some of it is frankly like stan lee is also writing like six comic books uh, uh, you know, he was ed- he was an editor and he was writing dialogue. He was doing the Marvel, the Marvel style. So basically he was just telling mm-hmm. Jack Kirby, hey, this is what happened in the comic book. You write it for me. Uh, but he was still writing dialogue for, you know, eight to 12 comic books in a month, plus ed- editing stuff, plus being like the doing business stuff on top of all that, making sure things sold well and all that. So product is probably he just wrote. The first he is you hear Stan Lee talk. He talks like that. You know, he Oh I know. So it's probably just like proud of him going like I'm gonna talk he's gonna write I'm gonna talk right like this guy and uh, I don't have time to <laughs> to prove I don't have time to go back and write again and, and like give this character more well, depth and nuance. I think maybe you're maybe you're not a hundred percent hearing the question that I'm asking because I'm more asking about like what what influence is that? Because at the end of the day, even though, yeah, he's got these pressures on him and it's going to come out a little weird and it's going to be this or that. But like, it doesn't it doesn't come out of a vacuum. I mean, it's I don't, older. I don't it's think older comics. Fell out of, I don't. Huh? It's older comics. It's it's um, um, like uh, I'm trying to remember. Why can't I remember the dude's name? You know, older, older comic book artists than people. Adventure comics, largely, you know, stuff like like uh, Tarzan and. And in things like earlier, even the the earliest of stuff, I can I can see that adventure and adventure adventure novels like for boys, boys novels from like the early nineteen tens. It makes me me think of um, what's his name, Uh, Princess of Mars. This is thanks internet. Um, What is his stupid name that wrote Princess of Mars? I can't think of it. He wrote Tarzan too. I think now that I think about that. Arthur Conan, no, uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs. That's the one, yeah. Not Arthur Conan Doyle. His writing is terrible. Um, yeah, Pulp. And it does seem like, given the timeline, they would have probably, I mean, Kirby is a little older than Stanley, I think. Um, but I, I think they both would have had positive experiences with that. Um, imagine that's probably a big part of where uh, Dune came out of as well. Kirby, Stan Lee is 10 years younger than Jack Kirby. Yes, I mean, it's it is following in the, those footsteps of all that. These that this one, these comic books were following in the footsteps of was like pulp pulp stories from that time period, early, early, early science fiction stuff, um, which you, is what you see with the weird like Kirby using that purple prose and and stuff like that. And not Kirby, Stan Lee. I mean, Kirby does it too in this. They're both. Um, they both get they get pretty purpley. Mm-hmm. But it's, it is it's it's, it's okay. It's popping in those. Those uh, big old those ten dollar words. Um, it's to in in some cases it doesn't matter if no one knows what they mean. I want the sh- I want the Sugar Man comic. <laughs> I was gonna say what old man what sh- what is Sugar Man? Can someone tell Sugar me what man. that is? 
fucking love Sugar Man. He gets... I love that his name is fucking Sugar. That's amazing. Doesn't he get killed? Doesn't he get? He dim- dies so he... quick, dude. They they kill Sugar he Man. He dies. I think. I I think. I think Ski Boy uh, uh, fucking kills Black him. Black Racer kills Sugar Black, Man. Fucking. I. I mean, I. They were just morons back then. You can have a black character, and he doesn't have to be Black Thunder or Black Lightning or Black Shock black or Goliath. fucking Black Racer or Good God. There's another guy that's black. I later mean, the black something yeah. something black something black. Yeah, like I I, I whatever. Uh, Jack Kirby was. You you would think he'd be smarter than that, you know? It's at it, least with the the rumor that people said about how. Um, when he was doing um, Black Panther, did you know? Did you ever hear that that story? Which one? So people complained. I'm not sure who it was. Editors or readers or whoever in the shit complained that there were not enough white people in the Black Panther comic. So he had the Black Panther fight the KKK. Ah, that's a good story. Yeah, I, I mean, but like, I don't know. He still named it Black Panther. I mean, to be like some of that is probably just editorial. Like you can't maybe. And Black maybe. Panther is a literal animal. Like there is a Black Panther animal. Yes, so it's, it, there's it's there less is, there is no such thing as a black racer. No, maybe a snake. If it was the Black Knight. Maybe that there might be a ra- be. there might be a snake called a Black Racer. Yep, there is. Well, that's weird. Southern what, Black does Racer. It, does, it, does it does it ski? Does not. Is a snake. They live in Texas. I should watch out. Do you're gonna get bitten? Oh God! Here it is, Viking the Black. Yep, that guy. I don't think he's in this for much. No, he's it's just he's barely just in this it. Where the guy is just minding his own business, and this weird little chicken nugget man just comes out of nowhere. He's like, "Yeah!" <laughs> oh my God! I fucking forgot about this. I'm dying. That is so funny. <laughs> chicken nugget man is that his i gotta you gotta look at it it's page 181 page 181 oh my god <laughs> yeah suddenly he's not even on the page previous this is just a chicken nugget man appears completely introduced in the page before Mm -hmm. and it's just out of nowhere (laughs) (laughs) so what we're saying is that uh we're saying that new gods is a a very good comic book you guys should read it i i i unapologetically love this like oh i mean maybe you could say that there's some level of irony i i i also unironically love this this is this is a pile of garbage, but it's this is this is my garbage. Oh my god. I feel like Forager's mask, it's like it's made out of it's like a it's like a woven like a basket. I mean he is a bug. Yeah. God almighty. Is there He's anything going around stealing food from people? <laughs> Do you want to talk about this? I, I know, Eric. That's why we we can't out go on it forever just, about it, it, it it's fractal. The new gods never ends. I mean, it's true. That is how it ends with the war being basically infinite. Uh, yeah. There is always there's always a war between New Genesis and Apocalypse. Uh, but yeah, obviously, like, hey, Derek Kirby knew what he was doing. He was a nutcase wonder, that drew crazy comic books. 
he was a nut job and I I feel like that is honestly what we need out of artists. It's like this guy's crazy. Let's give him money. Like that's that's what we need in the world. Um You should read it. Hey, if you haven't read New Gods, read it. you should go read New Gods. It's it's it one, it is very entertaining, a lot of fun. The art is incredible, and it gives you some insight into Jack Kirby's crazy head. This very, very kind of normal looking dude just like to draw comic books had this crazy crap floating around in his head and he let it out. Uh, I imagine there's some people that would complain about this color because um, I've seen weird hot takes. I really like the way this color looks. This is super clean. I don't like in the whatever this uh, you said graphic novel or whatever. Yeah, it's the it's basically it, it happened that. years years after the original run. Yes, it looks. I, I do not like the way it looks. Um, in comparison, the line work still looks fine, but I do think that the earlier stuff looks much better, but the color on it just upsets me. <laughs> um, but the, the first bit, it's got this very garish digital color that I think is perfect for this. Um, I don't know. I got in an argument with someone that I no longer follow on Twitter because he said that the garish color was not intended to be garish. Because the newsprint couldn't handle, uh, they would kind of, it was supposed to look really soft or whatever on the newsprint. Or, and I'm just like, whatever, that's, it looks fucking great. Are you kidding? Big, ugly, bright color. It looks amazing. You're crazy. I mean, if you look at, again, in the back matter of this, they have his original concept drawings and the colors are insane. It is certainly oh, yeah. not, not muted at all. They are, it, it's, it, they, they made it less crazy for the comic book just because I, I, I don't know, probably because of the processes at the time, but Jack Kirby's original colors were crazy. It just uh-huh. in, in collages and all kinds of stuff. Um, anything you want to say before we wrap up, Eric? No, you'll have to shut me up. Okay, shut up. Let's wrap up. Um, this is New Gods by Jack Kirby. It's incredible. Uh, next time, we're gonna. It's there's a little bit of an alteration of our normal schedule, normal end of the year kind of stuff. In that we won't be releasing an episode until January first weekend of January, uh, January fourth Monday. But it is also going to be time for everyone's favorite time of the year. It's time for the Handsome Boys Comics Hour Handies Awards. We we we're give out handies to all of our favorite comic books from this year. Um, we'll do that and it'll be fun. It's mm-hmm. always a good time. Everybody we, loves a handy. Everyone, everyone. I mean, I wouldn't turn it down. Sure, that, got awful quiet there, bud. <laughs> just letting that hang in the air a little bit. That'll be next time on the Hands Boys Comics Hour. You can find us at handsboyscomicshour.com and find links to everything there, uh, to our, our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our RSS feed. If you like the show, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or or, or whatever podcast app you use. There's the 10,000 of them now. Please Wherever, wherever you listen to us, there's a way probably to leave us a review. Please do that. Give us a good one. Subscribe. Tell your friends. All those things help us. And we appreciate you for doing it. Uh, you can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. And my website is RobbieDorman.com. Includes links to all my podcasts and links to purchase my horror novels, my newest novel, Splatterfest. It's a slasher whodunit uh, about a horror film, fe- horror film festival where the... Celebrity guests are killed off one by one. Great for fans of Scream. You can find it uh, on Amazon and read it for free with Kindle Unlimited. Eric, where can they find you and your things online? What a wonderful question. You can see my portfolio by going to 
uh, freewillunlimited.com. And you can see many of the things I get up to online by going to ericzgoodnight.com, which will load slowly in this window. <laughs> or never. Okay. Looks like just never. Frankly, I don't know how I'm talking to you right now, Robbie. Um, the internet is just garbage. I'm sorry. Uh, but that includes links to my various services, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Um, TikTok is a thing now. I am not did you get, so good did at you get, turning. Did you get unbanned uh, for your butts? <laughs> yes. They, they banned me from updating my bio for like a day and a half. Because it had the word butts in it. Well, it is a very fun. They're they're, ver- they're pure as the driven snow. At um... from all I've read about TikTok, that is the exact opposite. But oh yeah, no, I've seen straight up uh, porn videos on TikTok. But uh, the internet is a weird place. Um, I think they're scared shitless because of sex trafficking laws that only hurt. Uh, small-time sex workers, and that's it. Don't solve any problems. So, yay. <laughs> uh, but you can also look for me on TikTok and all these other ridiculous social media services. Aforementioned, I am known on all services as EZ. Good night. Um, so, yeah, look at all that. Follow me on all the things. Um I don't know. Write me a check for $900. Just have a good time with it. Subscribe to my newsletter. Apparently that just popped up on my website. I mean, you can also subscribe to my newsletter. I'd also suggest you do that. So subscribe. Real humdinger. I read it. Subscribe to subscribe to both our newsletters. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll do it for us today. Uh, have a good one. Rock and roll. <laughs>